Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. But after all, if a man's preaching the new birth and somebody else preaching the new birth, it has to be the same. It's just one new birth. And if you're preaching faith and healing, I mean Bible faith and Bible healing, it has to be the same if it's the Word of God. We may have a little different way to express it, but it's the same truth. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Name of Jesus by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. We're summing it up. We've seen that the Father God has lifted Jesus. We read it there in Philippians and we read it in the first chapter of Ephesians that the Father God has lifted him to the highest position of the universe. He's seated at the right hand of the Father on high. Jesus is there. But blessed be God, that name has all of the authority and all of the power and all of the dignity and all of the majesty and all of the glory that Jesus the person has. For the name stands for the person. He has conferred, God the Father has conferred upon him the highest name in the universe. Given him a name above every name. Oh, blessed be God. Would to God that we could catch a glimpse of what he's actually saying. Too many times these words and these scriptures fall on deaf ears. But would to God that we'd get the revelation of what he's saying. You see, he has bestowed upon him honor and glory and power. And has seated him, the Lord Jesus Christ, at his own right hand in the heavens, far above every known authority. And now, this honor, this glory, this authority, this power is vested in the name of Jesus. And this name is given to us. That's enough to set every one of you shouting. We've been rich. The church has been rich all the time. And yet we sat around and sang, Here I wander like a beggar through the heat and the cold. <laughs> Somebody thought this being humble and said, Just build me a cabin in the corner of glory land. That's not being humble. That's being ignorant. <laughs> Amen. Did you hear me? Amen. Amen. No. We have a rich inheritance. The name of Jesus. Now incidentally, in studying this subject, I've never really taught. I had one sermon I preached on the name of Jesus. That's all. But I was definitely led by the Spirit of God. I taught in the fall to our class here and to uh, an open seminar on how to be led to the Spirit. Then in the winter, we had our regular winter prayer, annual midwinter prayer seminar. We have every year. Not only for the benefit of the students, but an open seminar like this where everyone's invited in. And one night, the Lord very definitely spoke to me in the service right here as we were ministering in the healing service, I believe Friday night of that week, about having a seminar on the name of Jesus. Well, I began to look around as preachers do to see what we could find that's written on the subject. Because see, others have revelation from God as well as us. 
And I'll tell you, uh, it was amazing, you know, you, you couldn't find anything on the subject. I mean, books, whole books, you know, somebody might mention it. The only book that I could find was E.W. Kenyon's book on the wonderful name of Jesus. And so uh, much of the material that I'm using here, I'm, I'm using his outline pretty well. Not just staying all together with it, but because there's so much good there. Praise the Lord. And so if, if you get a hold of the book, I encourage you to do so. It's good. It's, it's revelation, knowledge. It's the Word of God. And Mr. Kenyon brings out this fact, and I like this particular, and so I, I wanted to bring it to you. And yet he's been gone for several years, 1947, I believe, 49 perhaps, went home somewhere on there to be with the Lord. And, and incidentally, I, uh, I was in California several years ago. I'd read some of his writings. Somebody asked me way back, Brother McMullen, Cliff McMullen, way back 1950 in Jacksboro, Texas, said, do you ever read after Dr. Kenyon? I said, never heard of him, but let's read after him. Well, he said, you preach healing and faith just like he does. I said, well, he's to be committed if he's preaching the truth. I know I am. <laughs> Amen. And so he introduced me, you see, while I was there to some of his books, and he was preaching faith and healing just like I was. But after all, if a man's preaching the new birth and somebody else preaching the new birth, it has to be the same. It's just one new birth. And if you're preaching faith and healing, I mean Bible faith and Bible healing has to be the same if it's the Word of God. We may have a little different way to express it, but it's the same truth. Well, I was later on then ministering in California. And, and uh, his daughter, you know, carried on to work. She's back in Seattle now, but she was in Fullerton, California. I went by to visit one day and to meet her. And then I was talking later on to one of the Assembly of God preachers who I knew had fellowship with her. In fact, her, she had never married. She was old maiden and she's married since then. She married the Assembly of God man minister, actually. And so uh, she said, uh, he said, I, I talked to her about when Mr. Kenyon went home. And said he told him at the breakfast table that morning, I'm going home today. Well, he's pretty old, you know, and some of them felt like maybe he's, you know, you get old sometimes, your physical facilities and faculties don't work just as good as they did when you was young. See, they thought maybe he got confused and didn't know he's already home. You know, that's where he lived, here, you know, on certain streets, you know. What he's talking about, I'm going home to my heavenly home. And so he told him at breakfast, he is up and around, you know, of course he was old. But he went into the, what they call a sitting room, we'd call it a den, I guess, today. And he sat down about 10.30 in the morning and said to this daughter, this grown daughter in her 30s, and, and her mother sitting there said, well, I told you I was going home today. Said, uh, there's Jesus, goodbye, and died sitting in his rocker. <laughs> I tell you, I like to quote a fellow like that. Amen, and went home the Bible way. Glory to God, don't you? Amen. Don't you? Amen. Well, why not follow uh, fellow, why not hold a man up like that as an example? Because really, he is an example of faith. He's an example of what he taught. I don't want to see if a man lives what he teaches. Yes, amen. 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 I mean, if he's going to preach it and teach it to the people, for them to live it, for them to believe it, well, how about him? Amen. If it's good enough for the people, it ought to be good enough for him. Out in the world, we say, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's another way of saying it. I want to tell you God's eternal word works. Now, I said all of that to you so you could appreciate what I'm about to quote from Mr. Kenyon. He entitled it New Land Ahead. Now, he wrote this several years ago. You think about it. We're getting in more in the edge of it now than it was when he was talking about it. He said, Oh, that our eyes were open, that our souls would dare rise into the realm of omnipotence. 
where the name would mean to us all that the Father has invested in it. That we would act up to our higher privileges in Christ Jesus. He went on to say this is practically an unexplored tableland in Christian experience. Here and there, some of us have experienced the authority invested in the name of Jesus. We've seen the lame walk, the deaf hear, the blind see, those on the verge of death brought back instantly. I've seen them when I use that name, instantly to health and vigor. But so far, none of us have been able to take a permanent place in our privileges and abide where we may enjoy the fullness of this mighty power. Now, all of the authority, all of the power that was in Jesus is in His name. I know it's so. I know it's so. I know it's so. I can prove it so. We're going to get into it in depth later, but run real quickly over there again to the third chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. And there that man was at the gate called Beautiful. And here he's begging alms. And at the ninth hour, three o'clock in the afternoon, Peter and John, he going into the temple at the hour of prayer, passed by this blind man begging alms. And he begged of them an alms. He's a beggar. He's blind. Or he's crippled rather. This is a crippled man. Never had walked, the Bible said. Now notice, Peter, fastening his eyes on him with John, said, Such as I have, give I thee. Now you knew he had something. You know, that's the trouble with the church. When I say the church, I'm talking about the church world in general, you know, as a whole. They don't know they have anything. They think all they have is forgiveness of sin. Most of them don't, don't even know they have the new birth and that they're new creatures. You see, as long as I just believe that I receive forgiveness of my sins and that's all, not remission, but just forgiveness of them, then I'll remain in the position I've been in where Satan will dominate me all of my life. But when I know I've been born again and become a new man in Christ Jesus, glory to God, and have become the righteousness of God in Christ, then I'll dominate sin. And he said there in Romans 6.14, For sin shall not have dominion over you. See, you'll have dominion over it, for you're not under the law, but under grace. And so we didn't know we had anything. And then again, some churches are pretty strong on the new birth, all right. You can be born again, all right. Thank God for that, you can't. But then, after you get born again, you can't get anything beyond that. Just sort of hold out to the end and pray that Jesus will come quickly. Because the devil's taking everything over. He's bigger than God, stronger than the church. And you can just look around in the world and see how strong he is. He's taking everything over, ruling everything, dominating. He's going to take the whole world over. We're left orphans. We're left bereft. We're left helpless. Poor old me attitude. Poor old me. I can't. I won't. I'll never amount to anything. Y'all pray for me. I'll hold out faithful to the end. Don't know whether I can or not. Maybe I can. Hope so. Maybe so. But that's not what the New Testament teaches. That's not New Testament Christianity. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I'm holding in my hand a book 
Health Food Devotionals. It's a, a guide to spiritual nourishment for the soul. And actually what this is, is a day-by-day devotional beginning in January 1. This is a tremendous book and you want to get a hold of this. It is being offered by the ministry this month. It's yes. been offered for twelve seventy-five. I want you to get a hold of this. And that's it, $3.20 savings. Yeah, it is a $3.20 saving. Mm -hmm. So I want you to get a hold of this. This is the dependent. The daily headings include why people fail to receive healing. Where does sickness come from? Is God trying to teach you something? Healing starts with you and God keeps his word. That's just a few of the titles there. And I was just looking here in the first one. It's uh, January 1. It's uh, from Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. My son, attend to my words, incline an ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. And so dad says, okay, this is health to all their flesh. This is God's medicine. They do a little devotional from that. The next one, live long on the earth. That's right. Accept Christ as your healer. Just fantastic devotionals. They're all very short. They're all mm -hmm. just like one page long. I mean, or half a page long. Yes. And it's something that you could read just before you go to work while you're drinking a cup of coffee and then you can think about it and meditate on That's it all right. day long. All so day don't long. fail to get that. This month's special offer is the Health Food Devotional for the discounted price of $12.75. Get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126. Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.